11th broadcast of Indie Radio. I'm not Brent, I'm Wits, and I'll be recording this as the host, and with me is Justice over here. And I'll be co-hosting the show with Wits. August 20th, money determining on how much software you have out so I'm pretty sure it may be a good idea get all the concepts for the game software whatever you're making with it and if you're lucky enough or market it yeah you will you will get your money's worth and I actually think the price is pretty fair on it um, personally if you know you're really interested in this then obviously you're gonna want to buy it when it goes into beta because you get half off Kind of like Minecraft, um, but I guess kind of like uh, Justice said, I mean, going along with that, if you're not like really well known or anything yet, you're probably not gonna get that many people finding your game out of all the like millions or thousands of apps on the uh, Chrome Web Store and stuff like that. So it's probably not a good idea to uh, try to like put it out there when you're still not very well known. But uh, if you've gotten like feature a few times or stuff or won competitions and things like that, and you know that you've at least made a few good games, then you might want to just go off and see how well you do with actually uh, selling your games and making it worthwhile your little gaming hobby. In um, more GM news, the new GMC skin, a lot of people had their thoughts about that. Personally, <sighs> I think it's, even with the last one, nobody was really happy with it, but they did a lot of updates with the last one with that. This one was just a skin. It does seem a little bulgy, you know? It's a little less sharp than it was last time. Yeah, I mean, I guess it uh, fits the new website a little better, but, um, I mean, we, we kind of have a lot of people saying how bad the website design is, and I'm kind of inclined to agree with them. 
I think it wasn't the best plan, the uh, new design. They probably should have uh, tried to get some feedback on that first. I know there are quite a few, actually, uh, GameMaker users who are also pretty good web developers, so they could probably have uh, helped give suggestions with the new website before it was released. Uh, or even now, I mean, if they just, you know, ask people what they think they can prove and kind of skim through that, there would probably be quite a few uh, good suggestions that they could just go into. And, I don't know, it's just that same thing as the new website. It just doesn't really click for me. It just looks kind of bad. What I think, they should have kept a lighter theme because if you look at the sandbox site, you can tell they really inverted what they were yeah. doing at first. Yeah. You know, going from a light approach to a Even dark... Yeah, uh, logo is darker now than once before. I mean, the new site is more professional if you count out the yeah. the difference in designs from password. I mean, I kind of think it looks better in a way, but I still feel like they could have done it much better than they did in some ways, so... A lot of people know Yo-Yo for the, you know, the light, the light interface. When you switch to the dark theme, a lot of people kind of lose interest in going to the website. It doesn't look very, uh... Yeah, attractive. Uh, what's the word? Um, Inviting? Yeah. 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 It yeah. really seem to go like, oh, here, it's very nice and easy. It, it is kind of more of the whole professional thing. They try to get more sleek looking, but in a way, they kind of uh, conflicted even that thought because the font's kind of comical. It, it just seems kind of wrong uh, where they put it. Just doesn't seem to fit very well. Yeah. Because they have all this sleek, like professional looking stuff, and then they have a weird, unprofessional font kind of it. It's just weird. Some people really don't like change in sites they visit off. Um, say one day you go to Facebook and the new theme is instead of being blue and white or the grayish color is green. Um, you know, a lot of people really it, it really changes your approach to the site. And a lot of people would probably be able to freak down complain and stuff, so... With Facebook, they did the whole new chat thing, and a bunch of people got mad just at that, so... If you think about how mad they'd be if you really changed it massively like they did with Yo-Yo Games, it's kind of like, not the best plan, so... Of course, like you said earlier, feedback always helps. They could've just set up a small little page with the new theme, Ask people their thoughts, um, yeah. or set up. It could have made the sandbox be the new theme, and the main site still be well, the old main site. Well, the, the sandbox has been saying for years now, so. I don't know. I mean, they could have started off with. I mean, I guess what they're kind of going for was the whole major change thing. Just all of a sudden, get like way better, but yeah. at the same time, maybe just changing like kind of some things at a time, like keeping maybe more of a lighter theme. And then later on going, here's a darker one, that which you prefer, that type of thing. And it could really help if you have, like, majority votes. Set up a little poll for it, you know? Yeah. I mean, exactly. it wouldn't it wouldn't kill. Um, so we've talked about that for a while now. So uh, on to our last piece of news, the Ludum Dare is this weekend. So we might uh, be releasing the magazine a little late because we lost bread, as I guess you can tell from this uh, radio broadcast. And also, we uh, just, we're probably going to be kind of busy making games for the Loom Dare because it's not exactly a very frequently occurring experience. 
to say in a really dirty way. Um, but the theme has been announced by now, and it is Escape. I think that's uh, a lot more easy of a theme than their previous themes have been most of the time. I have a nice whiteboard I'll probably go off and uh, brainstorm on soon, and then I'll be working on trying to make some HTML5 game for it or something. I don't know if you're entering this justice or not. No, I haven't really looked into it. I've been a little busy with some side projects at the moment. You can give a little explanation because maybe a lot of people not really sure what it is. Alright, that's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just kind of, I guess, assume that most people know what the Ludum Dare is, but for those who don't, the Ludum Dare is a 48-hour game development competition, and... As I said, I mean, it doesn't happen very often. They just, they have uh, mini Ludum Dares, though, that are much more frequent. And you can just kind of go ludumdare.com slash compo. And there's uh, all the news on the latest competitions. And uh, they tend to have voting, I believe, for the themes. And then there's the countdown timer when it's getting close to time. And then when it finally gets there, you have a time down, a uh, countdown timer for how much time's left. Uh, you can kind of approach this uh, a lot of different ways when it comes to developing in 48 hours. Some people try to be really extreme and just, you know, sit down for 48 hours in a row, no sleep, just have a bunch of snacks and stuff, and program for full 48 hours and sprite and all that other stuff. But uh, other, why is there to be a much more reasonable option? is still get a fair bit of sleep and stuff, so you actually cannot think straight, because if you try to stay up 48 hours in a row, you're going to be so tired, you won't be able to program or sprite or whatever you need to do at the end. Oh. Or uh, once you kind of get a working version of your game, you'll probably be so tired, you won't want to like polish it up. <laughs> you'll be like, here's my game, I'm just, I want to be done with it. Okay, before Brett went on vacation, he recorded a interview with Andrew Brophy, who I believe most of you know. So, here's our interview. Alright, so with us today we have Andrew Brophy. He's, uh, Hello! He's an indie game developer that's been using GameMaker and recently has gotten into Flash. And, um, here he is. Hi there, again. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, for our first question... Um, we were wondering, what drugs were you using when you made a Takashawa is dead? Um, about a whole month of nothing to do. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Nothing really came to mind with that. It was just like, I don't know, we just made it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I've actually been asked heaps of times about that, like, how I came up with it, but like, the reason, like, the only reason he's got, like, a television for a head is the fact that he's, um, that, like, it's a square, which is pretty easy to make with GameMaker's 3D, so, ah. yeah. Um, I see. everything else is just kind of, you know, added in later. <laughs> awesome. What would you say your most successful project or, uh, game is? Um, again, probably Takashawa. That's been featured on, like, a heap of, like, blogs and sites and stuff like that. Um... You like it got um like it was in like the top twenty like indie games like best platformers and like it even got into that book that was made recently. It did. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, indie games released a book called like two hundred and fifty indie games you must play mm -hmm. and it was put in there. Oh, that, that's really cool. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it was written by Mike Rose, one of the editors. So, yeah. Oh, I said that we talked about it on a f 
the yep. show a few weeks back, but I haven't gotten a chance to buy it yet. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely worth reading, so I'd, you know, go get that. <laughs> um, but yeah, probably either that or a Cowboy Killer that I made last year with um, Greg Glabanov. Um, it was made for a uh, competition on Yo-Yo Games, but uh, it didn't really... Um, it didn't really get anywhere with that, but uh, this year Australia got its own Winitron, and uh, I was talking like at the start of the year I was talking to the guy running it, and uh, it got put on it, so it's kind of got popularity through that. Awesome. Uh, what projects are you working on right now? Right now I'm making a game with Dore Manning. Uh, he goes by the name Box Lunch on some sites, on most sites. Um, we're making this game called Jelly Knots. It's essentially this. Uh, it's like a flash game. It's a um, like a boss shooter. It's okay. all like um, basically every enemy is like some sort of giant-headed monstrosity, sort of freakish thing. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it looks really cool. Um, I just uploaded a, uh, I guess, kind of like a, I guess a trailer for it um, on our new site. We kind of are going by like, this group name called Going Stars, uh, like because oh, yeah. we've got like a few projects going together. Yeah, I saw that. But, yeah, cool. it's GoingStars.com. Basically, we've got a few projects going through that that we're gonna go run through that sort of label, I guess. I've also got like a few solo like flash projects and stuff, kind of like I've been working on, but nothing really too intense right now to really mention. Yeah, I saw your Going Stars website the other day. It looked pretty nice. Um, who this this other developer? What games? What games has he made? <laughs> He's made a few games. I'm not sure how many have actually been finished. Uh, the most notable is this one called Baggage. Uh, it's kind of like mm -hmm. this like um, trippy platformer where like all the like blocks are made out of like static and everything and it's all like red and yellow and twisted and everything um i know they got an indie games so i'm not sure if we got any other sites i think like playlisting or something but uh mm -hmm. i think that's his most well known but yeah i don't know he's got like a bunch of like work in progress things going at the moment as well i think i see so more like i don't know the developer type not really the finishing game type i think uh, how are you yeah. feeling about your latest release jump jump harvey um, I was really happy to get it out the door, really. Uh, I didn't think it'd go too great. Um, I am pretty happy that people didn't really like... I'm pretty much glad I didn't get like, abused for like it being really similar to like Jumper or Meat Boy or whatever. Uh, which it really is, but that wasn't really intentional. <laughs> um, but yeah, it went pretty well. Um, I saw like there's a bunch of people who are, like, are fans of Super Meat Boy who did playthroughs of it, that they finished the whole game with everything unlocked with like three minutes, so... <laughs> That was really good. That was fun to watch. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it went pretty well. I think, like, I don't know. I'd like to make, like, a uh, level editor or something for it, but I don't really know. Oh, that... Yeah. That's cool. Three three minutes? Wow. Yeah, something like that. It was intense. That, that sounds intense. Yeah, like, my best with the getting everything was, like, five minutes, though, so I don't know. And then again, I haven't really tried for, like, a speed run, though, so who knows? I see. That's pretty cool that people are making videos. Yeah, it's been... I think it's about... Four last time I checked, but I don't know. It could be more. Well, I'll, I'll boost it up to five. <laughs> All right. All right. So, if you would have worked on the game longer, uh, what would you have added, or changed, or modified in the game? Um, I don't know. I probably would have made actually more like um content for people to actually like keep playing for, like something to unlock for collecting everything, something like that, or as I said, a level editor. Um, I don't know, because I started, like, the idea of it, I started, like, June last year. Like, I haven't been working on it since then. I kind of, like, just, like, forgot about it and picked it up in the last two months. But, I don't know, I kind of just really want to see it done, because, I, I don't know, I kind of get really bored with things I work on really easily. 
-huh. And so with that, with that, I already got 30 levels done. I'm like, ah, oh, it's too much work. I'm not going to give up on this now. I just wanted to get it finished. So I just worked really hard at it. So I don't know if that really add too much more. I'm just, again, just glad I got it done. Uh, what inspired you to originally go into game development? I just think playing lots of games when I was young. Um, I don't know, when I was like 10 or something, I found RPG Maker, and I kept using that for a while and made like a bunch of really, really awful games. So they were really, really bad. I think we've all been there. Yeah, RPG probably. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, nothing really, I don't think, essentially inspired me. I just like making games, like drawing them and writing about them and everything went on. So the idea of actually making them and being able to play them was really awesome. So things like Game Maker and that making it really easy just, you know, really helped, I think. Uh, when you were first starting out, did you have any idols? Not really. <laughs> I'd see kind of like games, I'd, I'd be like, yeah, I wish I made that. But like, I don't really think I saw people and like kind of wanted to be them or make what they made or whatever. So not really. <laughs> what languages and engines uh, have you used and do you still use? All I really use is just Game Maker and like Action Script. I'm using um I used to use Flixel for a bit, but I, I kind of got a bit. I know I didn't really know Action Script that much when I was using it, so I didn't really make anything too substantial. But um, I'm using Flashpunk now, and that's going pretty good. So. Do you hope to move on to any other languages? Um. Not really. Uh, I'm pretty happy with like you know making Flash games and that. I don't really like see any purpose of that because I don't know the limitation with Game Maker was that it was Windows based. With Flash, obviously, you can make it. Obviously, it's browser-based, but that's like Windows and Macs and Linux, I guess. So, you know, yeah. it's just... I don't know. I don't really think it matters about what I make it with as long as people can play it. Mm -hmm. So would you say that you're more heavily on GameMaker or Flash right now? Um, Flash right now, definitely. I've got about four things going with that. Um, uh, like, I don't know, I used to make, like, a lot of really small games with Game Maker. Like, I usually make them over, like, a day or two days or something, and, you know, just release them, and, you know, they're fun for a few minutes, but they'll be over. And I stopped doing that for, like, at least a good year and a half, two years, and I'm, I'm kind of trying to do that a bit more with, like, Flash games now, because obviously they're a bit more accessible, So because you don't have to download them. Uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't really want to make things that are too small anymore. I'm kind of, like, trying to make things that are a bit more substantial and have a bit more, uh, like lifespan to them, so mm -hmm. that's probably why I'm taking a bit longer with making games. But um, yeah, I have noticed that you haven't been coming out with a lot of games lately. But then again, your games are getting longer, so it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, hopefully within you know by the end of the year, I'll have a few more out. Um, I'm definitely getting a lot uh, quicker with making like flash games. Like you know, hopefully I'll see a few more of those before the year's out. Uh, do you have any tips for other indie game developers? Find something you're good at. Keep doing it. Reach for the stars. <laughs> Do you have any mistakes that you've made in the past that you want to share so then others don't make the same mistakes? Um, don't use super bright colors or insane effects because everyone will think you're ripping up cactus. <laughs> nice. Uh, cactus squid, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess. Just making sure I. <laughs> so, uh, are you planning on doing any commercial work in the future? Yeah. Um,. I'm making this uh, this platformer game. Um, I'm not sure if the name's going to change by the time it actually gets released, but right now it's just called simply Girl. Uh, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like really inspired by Mega Man, except there's no like shooting or anything. It's more like hand-to-hand -hand combat sort of thing. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, it's kind of like one of those things set in the future, and like a girl goes to like 
seek revenge on this evil organization sort of thing. It's pretty generic, but I think it's kind of like, I don't know, I'm really not good at storytelling, but if I could get it right, eventually the story's kind of meant to like play off the fact that it's really got a generic story and kind of go against all those kind of, those really common things you see in those sort of stories. Yeah, that's going pretty good. Um, I don't know, I don't really talk about because the development's going really slow on it, but uh, hopefully it'll see the light of day one day. Sounds like a cool project. Um, what, what are you going to yeah, release it so. for? Um, it's made in Game Maker, so just Windows for now, unless you know they make the um, the Game Maker 8 uh, Mac version. But um, yeah, just Windows for now, as far as I know. So does uh, this game have a website yet? Uh, yeah, it's um, ManhattanMoon.net. Um, it's kind of outdated, but I don't know you'll get basically all the information for it out of that. So I don't know. Awesome. Well, I wanted to say <laughs> thank you for being on our show. We really enjoyed having you here. It was a lot of fun. No problem. I like recording things with my voice. <laughs> awesome. Brett's going to be on vacation for a little while, so it'll be kind of more like this for a while, but everything will still be running, so he'll just be back in a couple weeks and everything will be fine. Hope you enjoyed this show. This is Indie Radio Broadcast number 11, and we'll see you next week. Be sure to check out the new Indie Function Forms, Public Function Indie. The music was provided by Newgrounds.com.